0: Welcome to another podcast by Guns and Yellow Ribbons. Enjoy the show.
1: Hello, good evening. Welcome to another episode of Guns and Yellow Ribbons. I am your host. I am today Brian, Trevor's from the North Bank and hopefully Big T, who's trying to sort out his internet. Uh, but I think he's moved up close to Trevor, so his internet is playing up a little bit. We will look back at uh, our exit of European football and possibly not being in European football for um, uh, the first time in nearly a quarter of a century. Um, we'll also look ahead to the game against um, West Brom that's coming up uh, and just a general chat of how things are going and, and what's happening. Um, Tony's going to work sort out his um, internet and then come back to us. Johnny, welcome. It's been a while. You've had an IT upgrade and uh you're back with us. How are you doing? Uh we're having
0: oh, come Johnny on. Johnny has frozen. Johnny, <laughs> I'm here, <laughs> Fergie baby. Don't worry, son, I'm here. <laughs>
1: uh, truels uh, is getting um, get, 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 getting uh, picked out like Kieran's going, where's truels He's always going first. Yeah and Kieran's in the Trev, uh the other guys, let's just take them out there for it's just me and you for now. Uh, that's and better. See,
0: uh, don't don't let have it. any sods in here anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> um
1: they'll, they'll jump back in. Listen, um it's it's been not the best. It's not been the best uh best week for Arsenal football club. Um uh this week. Uh, Tony, you're back in. You've got to switch to your phone. Um it's not been the best week. Uh, we will cover that once we got Johnny in as well. Villarreal, we needed one goal uh, to get through, um, and uh, we didn't even, we couldn't even manage that. I know Tony said to me beforehand that he was uh, a little bit, going to be a little bit annoyed, and is still a little bit sore from um, from the, the the result and the performance. Trev, what did you make of the overall performance? Against uh, Villarreal, you know, we'll we'll go into it in a little bit more detail, but just a top well, level. thing.
0: Fergus, I, I think they, I think they just showed that the overwhelming thing they showed was that we we truly aren't aren't good enough. We don't have good enough players. That to, 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 we have some good players, but we don't have enough good players to 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 proceed to progress past these stages of tournaments we've been getting to and to improve our league position. We we often we puffed, but we didn't turn it on. We didn't look, we didn't look like we were playing an FA Cup semi final. We looked like we were playing a Sunday a Sunday morning game with hangovers, which was really disappointing. I wanted to see a bit more effort, but at the end of the day, I think maybe we're not, we're just we're just not good enough, and 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 hopefully that's going to change in the not too distant future. But for me, you know, I, I I've had a write down a week because the one thing happened on Thursday night, Fergus, that I didn't want to happen this season. The decline of recent years has continued. I was hoping at least that that decline would be halted this year. I wasn't expecting us to go mad and win everything, but I was hoping the decline would be halted and it hasn't been. So I'm very disappointed with that. But at the end of it all, Fergus, at the end of it all, son, we're all football fans. We all support our football club. We're all really disappointed. We're all angry. Some people show their anger in different ways to others. But, we, you know, we're all angry. We're all disappointed. But we support Arsenal Football Club through thick and thin. So I'm looking forward to tonight's game. Now, I'm looking forward to seeing the rest of the games this season, seeing what happens. And I'm looking forward to the start of next season because, you know, I'll be there. I'll be there. Some people say we should boycott the games. That won't work. That won't make any difference at all. All that will do is make Arsenal a worst football team. So I'll be there supporting my team through thick and thin. I won't be happy. I'll be angry at times. I won't be angry. I'll be happy at times, but I'll be there. I'll be there next season. And just, we spoke about it, didn't we, Fergus, before we came on air. I don't care if there's only 25,000 at the Emirates next season. If we're that bad and people don't want to go, I don't care if there's only 25,000 people there because there'll be 25,000 people there that support and want to see the Arsenal play regardless. So I'll be all right with that. You know, so a very disappointing week, but we've got to move on as fans. We can store our anger up against and Trust me, I ain't letting my anger against Cronky drop. Not at all. I'll store it up and use it when I'm ready. But I'm an Arsenal fan and I've got to watch my football club and I'm going to cheer us on tonight and I'm going to continue to cheer us on. You know, and the anger will subside shortly.
1: Johnny, overall feelings about Thursday night? Not specifically about people and individuals, but the feeling?
2: As, well, it's been a roller coaster. Let's let's face it. I think we all knew what was coming. Uh, we weren't the the better team in the first leg. We weren't the better team in the second league. and we deserved to go out. But it's just it's just underlining the overall decline, just like Trev said. But we we could f- fall a hell of a lot lower than we have already. But I think we said this what last year, maybe the year before the year last year. Would it be a such a bad thing not to have European football. Um, but I think what it's going to end up doing is it, it's, it hopefully give the owners a, a sharp, sharp shock of reality and, and show them that, that, that European money's not going to come in. So they're going to have to pull their finger out.
1: Mm. Tony, um, I know we text beforehand and you said, uh, sorry, Ferg, I might not be very happy when we uh, chat tonight. Because you're still a bit sore about Thursday night. uh, Thoughts, feelings?
3: Mate, apologies um, for the delay connection. I've had problems with a laptop, iPad and phone, so apologies for the uh, uh, the late appearance. Um, Hope you're all doing well, Um, all the viewers as well. Um, Yeah, mate, if I'm honest with Arsenal, I'm still deflated, still still a little bit annoyed. and again, it wasn't the it wasn't the fact that obviously we've lost. I, I get that winning and uh, winning and losing is part and parcel, but we all, we all accept that. Um, but it's just the manner in which we've lost um, so many times over the last decade. We've just gone down with such a whimper. Uh, the application, attitude, commitment, desire, heart, fight, passion, everything you can think, of, was just we're just lacking. Uh, and that's the most disappointing thing. Not that we've lost, but, but it, the the manner in which we've gone out. And I say, yeah, again, we think we've gone out with such a whimper.
1: Um, listen. Uh, start with you, Trev. Shaka was injured in the warm-up. KT was added as a late addition. Um, KT will probably start today. Uh, was he fit enough? I don't think he was. Uh, you know, uh, and, yeah. and we, we we talked about Shaka as well. It just shows how fundamental, even though we rate him as a very average player, how fundamental he is to this actual formation and lineup.
0: Yeah, uh, it, you're right, Fergus. I mean, t- I don't think Tierney was fit. He wasn't getting up and down his line anywhere near as much as we would expect him to do. So, yeah, it, it, it was quite clear to me that I thought he wasn't really fit enough. I felt sorry for Party, although Party had an awful game in other ways. He was on his own in our midfield, basically. You know, the young lads playing in front of him were dropping back to help him out, but Party was basically holding the midfield t- on his own. And and so we did miss Shaka. We did miss Shaka. I think we need better than Shaka to make us a very good side. But we did miss him in that game, and uh, and 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 we sh- that was where our weakness was. I think that that was part of us of us not showing the style and the commitment we hoped for in a semi final because we just didn't have the the midfield there to win the ball. We had Parsi on his own. I just just want to dwell on what Johnny just said because it's a really interesting point about having European football next season. I've, Johnny, I've thought about it long and hard. Do we want European football next season or don't we? Would it be good to have a season out or wouldn't it? And I'll come to the conclusion, I think, I, we we don't want a season out of European football. We don't want a season out of European football. We're going to get it, but we don't really want it because what's happened? What happened when Arteta took over? Right? I saw it summed up today. I don't know where I saw it now but it was perfect the way it was summed up. When Arteta took over, he was asked to build a Rolls-Royce, right? But he was only given Morris Minor parts, you know? So you can't build a Rolls-Royce out of a Morris Minor. And he started and he's working and he's gradually buying the parts and he's gradually getting rid of the, the Morris Minor parts. And and I, I honestly think that a lot of the focus is on Arteta at the moment, but we need to be looking elsewhere within the club as well, at who chooses the players that, we, that, we, that we're bringing in and getting rid of. And I'm having my doubts about Arteta, if I'm honest. I am having my doubts about Arteta. I, I so hope the man's successful. But I said at the start of his reign, he would get till Christmas this year for me. And he's still going to get till Christmas this year for me because I'm a man of my worth. And you don't build that Rolls-Royce overnight out of parts. You, you, you take time. And hopefully, that it, we've been hearing a lot of talk this week from Arteta about He's going to buy He's going to have the money to make big changes in the summer. is going to give him money to make big changes in the summer. So at the end of this summer and going into next season, we'll be in a much better position to judge Arteta because we'll have them words that he's spoken and we'll know whether he's true to his word or whether he was just leading us up the garden path as well. I don't think Arteta would do that. I'm hoping he's man enough not to do that. So I am on the downer, but I'm looking forward to the game tonight. As I said already, Fergus, we've got to lift ourselves as Arsenal fans and support our football club. Be angry, right? Be angry, you know? Be angry. But we need more time. In my view, we need more time. I know I'm not going to be popular for that, but he's got till Christmas for me. I want him to have this summer, and I want to see how he comes out next season.
2: What he needs is a pre-season. He needs an actual pre-season to set up the team. Yeah, he came into the club floundering with crap players who didn't want to be there, causing a ruckus. He got rid of the dead wood, got rid of the clique. Now he's starting to build something. He got a really good midfielder, but he hasn't got someone to play with him. So he started, like Trev said, he's getting the building blocks. Now he needs time on the the training ground. Not having a European game in midweek will give him time on the training ground to actually start... Coaching these players because he is a good coach. He might not necessarily be a good club manager because I think basically because we've got a novice CEO, a novice director of football, a novice owner, and now we've got a first-time manager. And they'll be they've basically thought, "Oh, look, he's quite good. Let's let him be a manager rather than just the coach because it takes it off of our plate." But what we really want is him to concentrate what he is good at and what he does have the experiences experience with which is training players coaching players and making them better because he has a track record we just want him to be able to concentrate on that so with like Richard Garlic coming in and stuff he, like that the structure is coming
1: the structure is coming and I I, I am with uh you and probably with uh, uh at the same as Trev I'm giving uh, Arteta till Christmas I have I've maintained with that I am questioning some of his um some of his Tactics, some of his selections. Uh, Tony uh, Party alone in the midfield. Uh, you know, uh, Odegaard. He was castigated as having a very poor performance in that game. Uh, talk to me on those two. Uh,
3: I think we spoke obviously uh, uh, um, on the podcast before the game about 7. I Don't think we had too many qualms about obviously the people was picked, the players that were picked, but. I think the tactics and setup was just all wrong. It was certainly wasn't what I was expecting. I thought we were going to give it a bit of a sloppy brag and go for it. Um, I thought we were going to have more four attacking, uh, sort of four attack minded uh, players um, to start with. And he just, I don't know, he just far too cautious for my liking. Um, I didn't really think the players knew what they were doing. Um, party didn't have a particularly great game. But then on the other hand, I do defend him because he was left on his own. He's, he was exposed at times. It was sort of two, three, four yellow shirts. Um, yeah, it just... It, I mean, just going back to what Trevor was saying there regarding Arteta and all that, you know, I've been his biggest fan and I've stuck up for him from day one. Um, it's all well and good being a mechanic, you know, trying to build a Rolls Royce, you know. But if you don't fit those parts in the right order, then it's no point you being a mechanic. You can't be putting a cam belt on the exhaust and vice versa because I've stuck up for him. But he's done some things in recent weeks. It's really starting to make me question him Uh, tactically. um, His inexperience is showing. uh, Listen, the players haven't helped and they've got to to take down Billy for that as well. It's not all on Arteta's head. But I can't keep defending the uh, indefensible because some of the mistakes he's made recently have not been good enough. Uh, And he has shown the the inexperience in um, him. I'm starting to question whether he's the right man. Certainly with this group of players anyway. Um I think we we have we've, we've entered Choppy Waters and I think we need an experienced captain now to to steer us out of those choppy waters personally.
1: Well th- that's the the issue we have was we have no leadership on the pitch. Um the only leader that people talk about on the pitch is uh possibly Dad Louise who we, we've got um, two leaders,
3: Bergen, that's, that's, that's David Louise and Shaka. Um and both of those I think it's unfair criticism, but both of those need to be replaced. And that there shows you, as yeah. I say to you and allude to every single time, that shows you where we are as a football club. They're, they're, they're most um, experienced leaders that we've got and they're not good enough. They're nowhere near good enough for top four anymore. And that like I say, that, that's that's where we are as a football club and a football team right now.
1: Trev, we needed to score one goal. One bloody goal. And we went out there and yeah. we played a chess game against Unai Emery, we know, like, we know how he plays. He was our old manager and we still just needed one bloody goal. And and I sat here, I was on a a, 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 a group chat thing and um, I was saying, 80 minutes, here we go, now we're going to turn it on. And I'm thinking, Christ, why didn't we go and do what Unai Emery did in the first leg? He came at us for 30 minutes. In the first 30 minutes, he could have been 3-0 up. He was only 2-0 up. Yet again, we went to
0: the 80th minute to change things up. Uh, well, it's it's funny. It's funny you should say that first. Firstly, you know, just 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 going back for, to Arteta for 10 seconds. I'm yep. not defending him, Tone. I can't defend him, mate. I can't defend him. I said earlier on that that you know that I was starting to get concerned about some of his decisions and what he was doing. But I'm a man of my word, Big Tone. I'm a man of my word. And I said Christmas, and I'm gonna give him till Christmas. I'm gonna give him till Christmas and hopefully we'll turn it round. As for the game, Fergus, I thought we put out a team to score goals and win a game. I did. We had all the young lads going. We had our back up front, who by the way still is nowhere near the levels he should be, nowhere near. And I thought, well, we put a team out to challenge here, and and we were so cautious that it was unbelievable. But but when you think about it, right? And this, I'm not praising that performance. Far from it, I'm not praising that performance. But we had enough chances to win it, to nick the 1-0, didn't we? I think we hit the woodwork twice. ESR put one wide when it was easier to score. Um, yep. Saka put one wide when it was easier to score. You know, um, Holdings put a, a decent header over the bar or just wide. So we've had our chances to score, you know. But we've just, we, we just didn't do it in a manner that we thought we were going to do it. And we didn't make the amount of chances. You know, did we deserve to score and go through? Possibly not, you know. So we had our chances. We didn't play any. We didn't. Maybe if the crowd was in there, would be interested to get the other lads' view. You know, we're yeah. not allowed, the loudest and most vociferous crowd at the Arsenal. We never have been. But when it comes to a semi final, the, the, the most vociferous crowd I've ever seen at the Arsenal was at the Old Ivory in a League Cup semi final, second leg against Everton. And that night, I was surprised there was any roofs left on Ibrick. So, when you know, a semi-final, the Arsenal crowd's always got behind. So maybe we missed that as well. That would have lifted them a bit. But it was a poor, poor performance, mate. We created a few chances. We could have nicked it. But did we deserve to? That's open to debate, isn't it, mate?
1: Johnny, um, Kai says in the chat they were the better team by far uh, uh, over the two legs. I actually disagree with that. I don't think there was much between them. I just think tactically we're
2: we're probably out tactically, you know, out. I, I, think, I think Arteta outthought himself again. He did the same against Pep, Very where good. he was trying to see, uh, uh, he was trying to play tactics against him rather than playing to our own strengths. I mean, if he was playing to our own strengths and playing the best players we could in each position what you would have had was Zaka in the midfield and Saka at left back. That's what you would have had because KT wasn't fit and Zaka should have been in the middle alongside party because he can still bomb down. It was like he was out thought himself against Emery. He was thinking he's my predecessor. I need to show up here. I need to do this. I need to show that uh, he's not better than me. Well, he is in a sense because he's got a lot more games under his belt. He's, he's managed more games in the Europa League than any other manager ever. So, you um, know,
0: yeah. I, well, I, it's interesting I like what that. Johnny says there, Fergus. Sorry to cut you off, mate, but if I didn't cut yeah, you no, off, Carl. it wouldn't be me, would it? It's because it, it, no. inter- we said the other day, someone, it was Dan he was talking on here, wasn't he? And we were saying, what do we need to sign this summer? What do we need to sign this summer? And we, we came to the agreement that ideally a cup, First, short first thing to do is sign a couple of real midfield playmakers. And what Johnny, what, what Johnny just said is nailed it. He's it the nail on the head? With them injuries, Costas Xhaka in the middle of the park, and we had had absolutely no one. Although we could have bought one in, I suppose, but he didn't obviously didn't trust El Neni, so we had no one of the quality to go and play alongside Party. So he's risked bringing Tierney in, you know. So Johnny's right.
2: I, when I saw that lineup, I really thought that um, KT was going to play at left centre back and was going to play through at the back, and then play Saka at left wing back. I really thought that's what we was going to do, um, mm. because we it would have been would have protected K- Tierney because he wasn't fit. Just face it, he wasn't fit, and it would have tactically mi- uh, mixing Johnny, it up. Johnny, has, has has KT been fit at all this season? Yeah, he's he's yes, played, a course, good, yes. he played a lot of games, but in the, the day they rushed him back because we don't have mm. another left but he back. Won't, but, don't trust but he won't so rush. It. He won't. Ru- he won't rush Martinelli back. He comes along and keeps on Martinelli back, keeping him back. This reckon this, is, this is, more like a puzzle. is very similar situation as Foden was at Man City. Everybody's going to go on and on. Oh, he should be playing. Should be playing. Should be playing, and then they're holding him back because they know his trajectory he's going to be high, but they want to do it in the right way and protect him. I think the John, the same thing with Martina. We can't rely on y- youth for everything. We we need to John, sign experienced players. But, Johnny,
3: can I just say, obviously, regarding the situation, I, I think you're spot on. I, I do think Arteta who's trying to think in that way. But it's a very similar scenario to we had um, You know, when we had Fabregas and Wilshere. When Fabregas came in as a, as a young team, he was Surrounded by inexperienced players, leaders, men, real mature players who, even when Fabregas was having bad games, they could dig him out of a hole. When Fabric, um, when Wilshere broke into the team and he was just, you know, the cut performances he had, and we're thinking, why well, this boy's taking us to the next level. He had no one around him to protect him, no one to teach him, no one to put an arm around him when he was playing bad. And the two is similar to now with Foden. Foden's been managed so well at Man City. But he's also being relied on because he's got you know top-class international players, experienced players around him. So Pep can take him out that situation, the firing line. We, we we haven't got that luxury. We're so desperate. We haven't got the luxury where we can just you know leave him on the bench for a couple of games and someone else can come in and do a job. Fact is, the people who are coming in and replacing him are not doing a job. And I think that's more Arsenal's uh, Arsenal fans' uh, desperate way because, like I say, we haven't got that squad to fall back on. Where City have, they can take Foden out for a game or two and then he's not missed. With Martinelli, that enthusiasm and that, that burst of energy and pace that he's got, he's missed by us. You know, there, there, there is a lot of similarities, but like I say, Foden is also a special talent as well. Let's not forget about that. He's different gravy.
1: Arsenal have failed to reach the uh, a major European Cup or uh, domestic competition final since the first time... Since 2015-16, we've done FA Cups, League Cups, uh, Europa Leagues, FA Cup Finals. Uh, Trev, this is this is going to be the lowest point since uh, George Graham getting sacked in 1995.
0: It is the lowest point in a long time, Fergus. It is the lowest point in a long time. As I said at the top of the show, right, I really thought my hopes for this season... And I, I can remember saying it, my hopes for this season when I was asked was that I didn't care what we did, what happened, as long as we halted the decline. I wanted that decline of the last, and it's not like five or ten years, it's more like 15 years. I wanted the decline of the last 15 years to be halted. Because if the decline continues much longer, the consequences don't bear thinking about. And I'll, I'll repeat that, right? So, and it hasn't happened. The decline has continued. There's no doubt about that. But we have got different personnel and We do seem to be be looking in a positive manner. Arteta's talking a great show. Even the Cronkies are starting to talk a great show. Now they've had a bit of pressure put on them when they should have been talking a great show. Bloody three or four years ago, when they first started getting all the influence they've got. It's no good the Cronkies talking a great show and promising this, that, this, that. Only when we put pressure on them. They shouldn't need pressure on the fans, from the fans. As owners they should have the club at heart and they shouldn't need any prompting from us fans. They should be trying to do their very best at all times. And they've not, it happened in it. how long ago was it, Fergus? A couple of years ago, when Josh came out with his letter to us all saying, how they were promising this and doing that.
1: Then he
0: disappeared again. Then he disappeared again. And we've not heard from him again until we've put this pressure on him again as fans. Now, suddenly the whole profile, love the club. They're going to do this and that again absolute crap in my eyes. He needs to talk the talk or, or we're going to keep walking the walk all over him. And I don't think we'll ever get I'll rid it. of him, but he'll never forget what we think of him. So, and that, and that is, is a- you know, Fergus, wait a second. Shut up a minute. Listen, right? <laughs> it don't matter whatever happens in any walk of life. If any incident or something happens, if you investigate it long enough, far enough and deep enough, the root cause of it can always be traced back to the very top, right? You could always say, well, this happened. Why did that happen? This happened. Why did that happen? Oh, yeah, that happened because of that. And, yeah, that happened because of that. And at the end of the day, you get back to the owner. You get back to the top, right? Now, I, I, I'm I, not blaming Arteta for what where we are as much as I'm blaming uh, Edu and that um, Raul because they're the people that pay. They're the people that put the contracts in place and go and find the players. That's what they're paid to do, right? And they've been awful. Absolutely awful at it, and but the reason they're awful at it is because Stan lets them do it. Stan should be outing them, Stan should be saying, Oh, no, you're not doing it. Off oh, you, chop my son, we'll get someone else in, you know. So, at the end of the day, you can point it back to the cronkies. Sorry, mate, the I went is, on
2: you there. say that, but it, it comes down to the fact that we've got a novice owner, novice chief executive in Vinai, a novice director, a technical director in Edu. And a novice manager, we don't yep. have the experience in the structure. Yep. What Johnny we those we'll get... yeah, but no, that that's that it's top down. It is top down. We've said this before, but I want to give an example. Right, we're a we're at a precipice. We're at a fork in the road. We're we're about as low as we think we want to get, and we could either go Forking two ways. Somewhere. Do you want to be a Leeds who got to a Champions League semi final within a couple of years? They were in Championship. And then took, what, best part of 10 years to get back? Or do you want to be someone like Liverpool who actually thought, you know what, we don't like being this, this mid-table crap. We're actually going to build up for properly. And they had their stepping stone players. They had uh, players like Lucas and uh, players, players like that who got them us the next level and then replaced them with someone else. And next one, and then the next one. They don't want to just go straight up for. I'm just going to go buy a load of Champions League players. You're going to end up with a massive wage bill and end up being like the Galacticos. What you want to do is build organically, build a way of playing, and actually have the structure in place. We don't have the structure. What we need to do do is not sign players. We need to sign executives and intelligent people. Like Richard Gaits coming in, he's hugely, hugely um, experienced. And I mean, the guy is the kind of person we want to be signing within the management structure. Next thing you need is someone else to go with him. I'd I'd be well, all
0: for it, someone uh, I uh,
2: deep, like David
0: How low have we got, Johnny Boy? Hey, eh? how low have we got when we're when we're having to compare our great club with a tiny club like Leeds? eh? how low have we gone? You know, it's horrendous. Tony, you you're very don't do quiet today, you know. mate. What's the matter, son?
3: Sometimes it's just good to, to listen to other people's uh, opinions and points yeah. of view, see whether it's something you agree on or disagree on. Uh, I mean, what you boys are saying is, 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 I don't disagree. Um, I always said, and we're going back to the, the playing side of Arsenal, I always said that Arteta coming in was never going to... It didn't matter who came in and replaced Henry, miracles weren't happening with the squad that we had. Uh, well, the one thing I did ask for, all I asked to see was some sort of progression and improvement and an identity in how we play. If we had that, I was happy and I would, I would have backed Arteta and continued to back up the whole process. Not just Arteta, but the players we were signing, etc. Um, unfortunately, I don't see a, a progression. I don't see an improvement and I don't see a clear identity with how we want to play. Um, I think that we've got to look. The only positive that come out of the last of year or so has been some of the signings. I know they, the performance-wise hasn't necessarily worked on the people. When you look at the Maris, the Tierneys, the Gabriels, the there has been an improvement that side in terms of signings but obviously we need more Uh, and I tell you fan pressure also plays a big part in this because a couple of years ago I mentioned a a number of players and the snobber in Arsenal fan base is unreal oh I'm not I don't want to sign someone because they play for you know x y and z it's it's embarrassing from our fan base you know Johnny Evans is is a prime example when we were struggling for centre-backs um a couple of the northern irish lads that, that i know and, and obviously follow arsenal home and away and obviously their country home and away said three million from him absolute shield absolute Him, he's, he's someone who can come in as a stock for two or three years three million fill the gap give a bit of experience and leadership and help them, help the younger players the arsenal fan base up in uproar. no we don't want to open that now when liverpool was struggling a few years ago and i think they want to keep going back to harboring on about liverpool but they went and signed a couple of players from, from relegation teams, you know, Holes. You know, they signed Andrew Robinson, they signed Wijnaldum, they signed Henderson. Some of these players, you put them together collectively, they turn into a decent group. Now, we look to players like Lewis Dunk, he ain't good enough for Arsenal, apparently. You know, Basuma wasn't good enough for Arsenal, and now all of a sudden he's had a couple of good performances good enough. The our fan base is unreal. You know, we need to get back to uh, hard-working, honest players who can come in and just just stop the rock, just stop the claim. We need we need players back in the team who've got a bit of fight, who want to play for badge. We, who are proud to play and represent Arsenal Football Club. Too many ego-minded you know, players that we've got in our team at the moment, they, they talk the talk constantly. I'm sick and tired of our players talking the talk, but failing to walk the walk. Sometimes well, keep your talk- mouth shut and let your feet do the talking.
1: Tony it hasn't exactly. been like that it has it's been it's been like that for a little while you think about the amount of times we've been in dressing rooms and taking photographs of Tereira and Gondouzi yeah, and other like, the, last decade's
3: been, the last
1: the last has been like that yeah yeah uh team's out we've got Leno Ooh. in goal i was i was expecting Ryan uh, we've yeah, got Chambers holding yeah. Gabriel uh and Saka and uh Lenny El- <laughs> El- um uh, uh Cibias, um Smith Rowe William Pepe and Martinelli
0: <sighs> why would you Ryan's why would not you even him? on the bench Ryan's not even on the bench why would you play sabios why would you play him why? Well,
2: why 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 would you play him what it's a it's, it's it, he pay just these, for his these next four
3: games these next four games should be used as they are meaningless games They should be used as an experiment an experiment to give a, a, a players like Aziz, Bailygon Smith Rowe Martinelli Valuable minutes and valuable experience ahead of next season. People like William look like they're off in summer. People like Tobias look like they're off. Why are we still giving those players minutes? Why are we now getting Sack in a left back in a completely meaningless game when he should have been doing that on Thursday? It's absolutely.
1: Ben- Balogun's not even on the bench. No, I was just going to say the bench is Runyarison, so Ryan's not even on the bench. Uh, Bellerin, Tierney, Cedric, Party, Odegaard, Lacazette, Abame, and Ketier. Um, you know, we've got nothing really to play for.
0: but uh, well, we have. I'm, I'm, we have. Well, we, we do. We, we do. We're, we do. Yeah, Fergus, I know what you mean, son. I know what you mean. But we're the Arsenal, Fergus. We're the Arsenal. Every game we've got something to play for. We've got the name of the Arsenal. That, that's enough. That should be enough. These players, it should be enough. And it, it, I know it's not enough. But it should be enough. And if it's not, then we need to get rid of him. I'm absolutely flabbergasted The Willian is in this side. I can't believe Another he got a contract on, two, on 200,000 in a week anyway. He, he's, he's, he's openly admitted in the program that he's traded to be an agent so he can rob more money out of football. And he's not a very good player. I'm confused at that. I'm confused at William. Truth, sure, what you've just I, said I, there, I, mate,
3: what you, what you just said there, we, we are playing for our future. Our future the likes of the Balligan, Martin, we Ellie, are. Smith Rhodes, youngsters. You know, why are we continually giving these players? So, boy as openly said, he's going back. He, he yeah, yeah, Why are we giving them these? We've got nothing to play for now. says, so you know what? These next four games are for valuable ex, um, game time and experience for these youngsters who, in who 15 years' time, could be the Arsenal. They could be making a difference from next yeah. season. For the next five to ten years, Sobias is not going to be Nick, there. He's absolutely point spying when we've got academy players and youngsters that could, who, who are going to be part of our future. Sobias is not going to be part of our future. Will he not going to be part of our Nick, future?
1: Nick, 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 Nick in the chat says, Why play Sobias Aziz as a young player and we will keep him? You know, uh, as you say, why bother playing Sobias? It just, it just, you oh, know, he's been, he's been average
2: at, at best. Madrid, because he's been no bloody good.
1: The nope. odd yeah, doesn't
2: matter no. to the fact that he gives away goals, he makes to these challenges, he gets himself sent off, and he's more often than not a, a five or a four out of ten. We, I, I would rather play Elneny every week than Ceballos, because at least with Elneny, you know what you're going to get. You're going to get an honest, hard-working guy who he's going to be solid, whereas Ceballos is like a pick-and-mix. You never know what you're going to get with him. And he's not our player. Listen, unless it's against Chicago, United, Sabya should be nowhere near the starting eleven. I completely agree. Are there, it's, uh, it's... I said in our group chat earlier, didn't I? About uh, mathematically, if we win this game, and then we win, win and win two and draw one of our remaining three after that, and um, and the scum up the road lose a couple, St. Tottering's day might be possible. If we got St. Tottering's day, I won't say. It's a successful season, John, but it'll cheer me up.
0: John, it, it that that doesn't John, bother me. What you're in drinking the slightest, son. It doesn't bother me in the very slightest, Johnny boy. Our problems run much deeper on whether we finish higher than that lot, mate. I know what you're saying. It does yeah. make yeah. you smile, but our problems run deeper than that lot. And looking at that side, right? Uh, I thought about it earlier, and and Ewan McIntosh Macintosh put a comment on earlier, Fergus. You know we're looking at what Arteta's doing, and then you have got to make you have got to make it's it's, it's, a, it's a it's an in your face comparison, so you can't ignore it. You've got to look at the the comparison of Lampard at Chelsea, because Lampard at Chelsea is like Arteta at Arsenal, right? Both ex players, both half decent players, both played, and Chelsea got rid of got rid of Lampard, and they bought in this two shield bloke. Who, with exactly the same set of players, has started beating everyone on the planet? They're, they're they're possibly the best team in the country at the moment, and I include Manchester City in that. You know,
2: well, they they beat them yesterday.
0: Yeah, they did. So, so you have got to make that comparison. And you I am thinking, in mead, is this is the problem, Arteta? You know, do we need this more experienced manager? But I've got to give him the time I promised him. I'm afraid. You know, and and one other when thing, Joe, got Joe Tester. Hang on,
1: Johnny.
0: I was speaking to Joe Tester on Twitter. Joe Joe's a clever girl. She knows her football. She knows her football well, right? She's not a silly girl. She knows football, and she was saying she she made a point to me, which was really interesting. It'd be interesting to get uh, Johnny and Tony and yours views on it, Fergus. What is it with Arsenal? We seem to ruin players. We seem to get players in or we bring players through and they get them in the first team and they don't do anything. We ruin them. It's happened this season with party. I thought we'd, I thought we'd bought an absolute blinder in party, an absolute blinder. And he's been bang average. You know, I know he's not the best of help, you know? So what is it with our football club? Do we, to finish off Fergus, to get to the point I'm making, do we need to go to do something we've never, ever done before at Arsenal football club? and go for the really, really experienced manager, the proven winner. We've never done it before. If we look at recently, Fergus, you've got Arteta, you've got Emery, who'd won the Europa League a couple of times. Before, before Emery, obviously, we had Wenger. No one had heard of Wenger. So did we get lucky when Wenger turned out to be so good? Uh, is 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 what happened with Wenger part of our calls now? Because we're thinking we can get someone in and they'll do a Wenger. And, and, and by players... You know, so I, I'm 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 confused. I know that's not difficult at my age, Ferg, but I'm confused, son. I don't know what way to turn and what opinion to have. All I'm going to do now is get drunk, and I'm going to go and watch my Arsenal <laughs> every week next season.
1: Uh, to be honest, uh, that that's my only positive that I, I we spoke yesterday on the phone, Trev, and I said we're going to have loads of three o'clock Saturdays uh we're not our, our weekends aren't going to be disrupted so much uh, we can meet up and football's going to feel normal again you know uh, it's just it, it it is it is pretty sad i i don't know what to do with arteta uh you know there's plenty of people in the chat gone arteta out and then he needs to go and he's hasn't got experience people talking about fat frank had you know 250 million and he couldn't get anything out of them but you know what uh, i Back I, him I really him. don't
2: know. I Back him or sack him? What's that? Back him or sack him? That's what they need to yes, do. Totally, totally. And and
1: I think I think they will sack him. Tony, uh, your thoughts? Do you think they'll do? you Do you think they'll back him till uh till Christmas at least?
3: I, I, I think they'll give him. I think they'll give him some money. I think they'll give him some money to spend. How much obviously remains to be seen. But I think they'll back him because I think he falls under the kronky ring. He's not particularly expensive does not cause much, much issue, he can deal with the majority of the on field activities himself. And, like you said, we've got three inexperienced guys in the roles, and the crunkies are happy for them all just to get on with it. Um, obviously, yeah, maybe a difference. Come,
0: Tom, but so you the, on. The, hang, on, hang on, hang on, hang on, on, Trav, on hang on, hang on. don't start me off now.
1: <laughs> no, 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 I was, only, I was only gonna follow up on what Tony said there is it, it doesn't matter how much money you give them. Um, you know, if they spend it badly on the likes of Pepe, okay, I know he's our top scorer in the Europa League, and some people love him and, and so on. But Pepe, Sabyas, uh, questions over some other players. What's the point in, in spending money on like? Give him, give him a billion yeah. pounds if he spends it badly. Like it's in, in all
3: fairness, in modern day football, the manager shouldn't be signing those players. They, they give the final say. But the reason you have, a, uh, when you have a recruitment team and a very good recruitment team, it makes everybody else's job easier. Because if you've got people doing their jobs, Arteta doing the footballing side, right, uh, boss, we, we, you know, we've just identified this player, coming. and take a look. Obviously, he gets the final say. But that recruitment has got to be so much better from us. In recent years, probably the last decade, it's been shambolic. We've wasted so much money. And like Trev alluded to the, uh, last week, we can blame the Conkys, we can moan and make them more like. But we have spent money. Yes, it might be our own money, but we've spent it. And on the whole, we've wasted it. So this summer, he, you know, I, I said this... You know, one of the so, podcasts. So we tony, week, tony, the question,
1: the question is, is it the manager or is it the people above him? Edu, Vinai, uh, 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 and Raúl. No,
3: This is where this is where I keep saying to people in, in, in our watch <laughs> groups, mate. Um, we can identify certain issues. Arteta with with tactics, selections. You know, he, he makes mistakes. But this 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 whole Arsenal mess is not just down to one person. This is a collective issue. There are so many people. At Arsenal Football Club, past the the president, that are accountable for. The- the mess we are in right now okay this is not this is not just a one season problem we've been with Arteta this our decline has been going on for the past decade we've been getting worse and worse and people say Bengal, you know he got teamed into the top four yes I get that and you've got to respect that equally there wasn't as much competition five six seven years ago you look at teams Tottenham have got better you know Everton have got better you know Chelsea come and go Man City Liverpool You've now got eight or nine teams who who have, you know, have a really good standard. So we can't get away with what we got away with a few years ago. So I don't put one, the blame down to just one person. I put it down to a number of people. You know, the owner, uh, the, the directors. You know, this, that, recruitment, the players, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So many people are accountable for the mess they are in, and we're just trying to blame one or two people. Every single person from the owner down to the playing staff are accountable for the mess we're in, and they need to. That they need to be accountable and, and accept the criticism. You now, players, not just with but hate players that down tools on managers, right? You know, Chelsea are going for a really good period at the moment because in a couple of months' time, they will all down tools on Tuchel and there'll be the cycle again. We've seen it with Chelsea time and time again. I don't like players doing it because at the end of the day, they are part of the mess or they are part of the success. If you're, if you're big enough to have the smoke blown up your eyes uh, in success, then you take the criticism like a man. And this is another criticism that I've got for our cup captain. You know, when when we was winning the trophy last year, and he was the main guy, and was out there celebrating, taking pictures, and that, in the down times when we really need a leader, someone to step up to that plate and look after, you know, our youngsters and our inexperienced players, he's nowhere to be seen. You know, so from the top to the bottom, people people need to be accountable for, for the mess we're in. This is not just down to one person. Yep,
0: Fergus, um, me just respond to that, mate. Let me just... shake the voice boys. Sorry. No, no, Tony. Do you know what, mate? It wasn't... In fairness to you, mate, it wasn't a rat. It was... It ran. It was facts. And I put my neck on the line again last week, didn't I? When I said, you know, we can shout at the Cronkies, we can, we can get on the Cronkies back, but there's absolutely no escaping the fact that we have leaked millions and millions and millions and millions of pounds on rubbish. Anyone that wants to argue that point with me, Come see me. I'll argue with you all day and I'll back it with solid facts that what we have bought, we've bought rubbish. You know, hundreds and hundreds of millions of pounds spent on players that that couldn't hold their own as a mid-table team in the league. So, yet we can blame Arteta. Yet we can blame the Conquers. But the the key is if we get money this summer, we've got to spend it wisely, right? And let me give you an example. Let me just finish, finish, mate. One second. One second, mate. I'll give you an example of where we are. At where we where we are, we spending money, right? Man United needed someone last season to come in to, to to shore. They needed a bit of experience to shore up their side. So did Arsenal, right? We went and got William on two hundred and twenty thousand pound a week, right? Who can't kick a ball for us? Man United went out and got Cavani on probably half of that. It was shone for him every game this season. That's where we are with spending money. We're awful. That is, that is the root cause of our problems. What we have got, we spend crap. Sorry, Tone.
3: First, what I was just say, we're going to say, the, 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 the spending, it's not just the spending for us, it's, it's what we, we, we sell. You know, the way we do business, We, we okay, we've got a few a few examples where we've made the money profit, but on the whole... You know, our contracts, the way we let contracts run down, we get minimal pay from Liverpool sell their youngsters for top dollar and even top them to a certain extent. And that's why, uh, for another positive, or uh, well, another positive we'll give Arteta and Edu, is we have tied our youngsters and our much value assets down to long-term contracts. So should we have to sell them, at least we're going to get top dollar for them for once and not just let them go for five, six, seven million. Yeah. Jo-
1: Johnny, um... Your your um your song namesake Terera is mentioned in this one here from Truols Quinduzzi Terera Willock, who's had five goals since January at Newcastle. Uh, all loaned players. Um, could they do better for us? You know my opinion on a couple of those, but could they do better for us than what we've currently got in that midfield?
2: We well, look at, and I'm a big advocate of, of Willock. I think he's a brilliant player. And uh, I think he's been underutilized. He, I think it was last season or the season before. He was our top scorer from midfield. Um, I, I think he got into Just double. What we're missing at the minute. Exactly. He scored five goals in five appearances for Newcastle. Five in five. Yeah, he hasn't. He, we, 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 he we, we've had goals. three. Go- we've had three goals in thirty-four from midfield. Exactly. But you look at Torreira Tere- do not want to be here. Fine. Gunduzi is too immature, he's a bad influence, send him on his way, but he's a good talent we should, should get good money for him. Torreira, the same, he's young, he's got a good talent, but we should get good money for him. But again, it comes back to what Tony and Trev and Nye and you and everybody else has said, we don't do the business properly, we don't sell for high enough fees, we should be churning out players to supplement the club. I mean, look at uh, Chelsea do it, Liverpool do it, Man City do it, Man United do it. They sell all these players off, and they're just like a massive profit. But yeah, it, it's like two percent of what they take in, and what they uh, actually make it through uh, to the first team, and even smaller percentage of that actually make it to to play regularly. But we have got a really good crop at the and boys coming through. Now are fantastic. Yes. You look at someone like Saka, he is the first name on the team sheet. He goes on the team sheet literally before any other player, in my opinion. And then I think behind him, you're looking at, I think even ESR in front of Aubameyang, in terms of first names on the team sheet. But you're looking at, you know, 18, 19, 20-year-olds to carry the team. And it just goes back to not having enough experience, not having enough steel, not having enough know-how of how to grind out games and knowing how to get to the end of games and manage a game. You know, taking the ball over into the corner and stuff like that, people see it as shithousery or whatever, but that is managing a game. We haven't got enough of that no. in the squad. No. Uh, the, play- the players we've got, just we need better experienced players to come in to replace Louise, to replace the Zachas. Just that's what we need, but are they going to I, spend the money?
1: But we, ha- we have got an experienced player in a Bamiyang. Uh, he's managed to score, uh, what is it? 10 goals this season over 22 goals last season. Um, Uh, Lacazette has improved his performance despite being more injured this season than last season. Has scored 13 goals over 10 goals. Pepe has still scored the same number of goals. Obviously, Willock got a goal and and, and a few of the other uh, uh, team members have got goals throughout the season. But a lot of this lies on our captain and lies on his shoulders. And his so-called the experienced player that Johnny's talking about um, hasn't stepped up. He's signed a new contract. And I'm not going to try and go on by the Ozil thing that everyone went on about the 350, but Jesus, he, he should be, I know he's had malaria. He's had personal issues. There's been lots of problems, but other step away yeah. and say, I'm, I'm out of here or man up and get on with it.
2: Figures that he's the same with
1: everybody else. Hang on, the tre- that was the, that was the Trev. Go on. <laughs>
0: So jo- Johnny he put you in your place, I've been son. On for months. <laughs> You Make me the whole back. <laughs> Come on. Listen. Listen <laughs> We're right. We
1: move it around Johnny. That's how it works. <laughs> yeah. We know, that,
0: we, we know that Alabama Yang isn't the captain, right? He's not a captain. I think honestly think that if if he wasn't captain it might even improve his performances. But his performances haven't been good enough this season and he's certainly not a leader, not in my view. He's not a leader and he shouldn't be captain. And I'm wondering, I'm thinking if 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 our is still captain at the start of next season, then sadly we're still in decline. And that, that worries me a little bit. But listen, boys, listen, Fergus, listen, lads. We've been on a downer all this program, right? We've got to lift it a bit now. We, have. we are the Arsenal. We are the Arsenal at the end of the day. Everyone's still still jealous of the Arsenal. They all like to pick on us, even though we're bad, you know? And and Next season, Tony will be there. I know Tony will be there. Johnny will be there. Fergus will be there. I'll be there. And if, as I said at the start of the show, again, if there's only 25,000 there, so be it. There were 25,000 decent Arsenal fans there, yeah? And we'll all go and we'll all shout and honour and we'll watch our team go out of the FA Cup early and we'll have loads of Saturday kickoffs and finish middle of the league. And at the end of next season, we'll all moan again. But we'll still be Arsenal fans the season after because you support your yep. team through thick and thin. And my God, we're being tested now. We are being tested as Arsenal fans. And there's two reasons we're being tested, right? Firstly, because we are really poor at the moment. If the base, We can talk about players all day. The fact of the matter is the players we've got are just not good enough. So we are being tested as Arsenal fans. And the younger Arsenal fans are being tested even more. Because I've experienced it before. These younger Arsenal fans have never experienced this. They've only... Experienced as being winners and being up in the what it's like to really be a football fan, you know, and really follow the Arsenal. So, yeah, we'll we'll be all right. And the good news is as well, all you people on the season ticket waiting list, I've got a funny feeling you've just shot up a long way on that list, let me tell
1: you. (laughs) I said to you before we started, uh, I I was on it for about six years with a 10, 12 year waiting list. And because I was a a single ticket on my own. um I jumped up from, like, 40,000 40, 40, to, like, within the the 7,000, so they offered me a ticket, and I got, I got it. Johnny, you try to jump in. um, Say what you're going to say, and then we'll go to Tony to, to wrap things up. I lost my train of thought, to be honest with you. That's all right. Tony. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: I was so, just going to say, boys, three, three points I want to make. One, don't ever interrupt the Colonel, Johnny. Uh, the Colonel's I mean, not a man to be next with.
2: He's only here because of me. You remember that, right? It is I, I true. Think he's the egg. <laughs> Which came <laughs> first?
0: Oh, nearly sworn then. <laughs> <laughs> and, and listen, there's something else I forgot to mention, folks. Something else I forgot to mention. We have got European football next season. The ladies are playing here in the Women's Champion League next season. And while I've been on the show, I've been watching my phone going. A few of the lads are saying, right. When are we planning our trips to go and watch the ladies then? If the men can't do it, we'll go over to Europe and we'll have our trips and we'll drink our beer and we'll shout our heads off and we'll support the women in Europe. And that's where I'm heading. heading. Wherever them women are playing their football, you'll see who's there. Telling you for nothing.
1: One last thing. Uh, There was meant to be some sort of protest today. I don't think there's been a huge amount of protest, but there's definitely um, some activity going to be happening uh, for the Brighton game. Um, We will... Uh, Be doing next week's game, I think it's Saturday, and then we got Wednesday, and that will be our last preview when hopefully Covid is gone ish, you know what I mean, and we can revert to normal and do our normal uh, and midweek ones. But here's the list of things that um, the Arsenal supporters trust. Um, I did share. And they're meeting on Guns and Yellow Ribbons and Arsenal Fans Forum, so you can watch it on there. Um, that the Cronkies, meet uh, Stan Cronky meets his uh, commitments to personally engage with supporters. Josh did, but it was very um, hesitant. Support uh competition based in support in sporting merit well they don't want to challenge for the champions league they don't want to challenge for the premier league they don't want to challenge for the fa cup europa league a tiddlywinks competition whatever so they failed on that invest any of his own money oh no he's on about tradition and uh, the self sustaining model of arsenal football club failed on that uh, kept his hands off arsenal's money well he takes a consultancy fee of three or four five million pounds a year as a consultancy fee. Plus, I'm sure there's plenty of expenses that Edu and the others are doing along the way. I know so. Um Arsenal fans allowed to keep their shares. Well no they were compulsory purchased off people and I heard the story on that um very uh, uh crap house um, man
0: crap house of a man doing that disgraceful human being it was for doing that
1: some somebody bought somebody bought tickets their great great grandfather had bought um, shares in Arsenal Football Club in 1912 and they had to give them up, they'd pass them down through years and years and years and years they have bought uh, tickets and pass them down uh, shares and they had to pass them down it's just
0: disgusting Fergus and, well said what? son, Fergus well said and listen Fergus, you fans out there that is the one point that really gets my back up That is the one point that gets me nearly swearing on this show. If Cronky says he cares about the fans in the slightest possible way, find out one of them fans that were shareholders and have a chat with them. Then you'll realise what Cronky thinks of us fans. Not one penny does he give.
1: Well, I, I, I lived in North London when um, uh, David Dean, Arsene Wenger and every and and, and the old board were in, in charge. My daughter went to school. I've got a picture on my wall of her standing with um, the Premier League, the FA Cup and the Community Shield in her O2 shirt with an Arsenal flag in a local school. And it was about the local fans and local communities. My very first ticket I got was to take my daughter to an FA uh, No, actually, it was my second game I went uh, to take my daughter to an FA Cup game. Uh, where they gave tickets to the local community schools. Uh, don't see Stan doing that. Is Stan a suitable owner from Arsenal Football Club? Uh, well, a man who comes along and said he bought a club um, not to win trophies. Well, I think you missed 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 the point. Cronky out, fans in. Hashtag, that's what you need to do on everything you do. Hashtag, Cronky out, fans in. Anything to say on that yes. before we go?
3: Yeah, boy, can I- just something Trev just alluded to about, obviously, it's been quite a bit of a, a negative doom and gloom podcast. I am going to finish on a bit of a positive. For all the doom and gloom going on at Arsenal at the moment, there is a core players, a core group of players, and I'm going to include the likes of Saliba, Willow, Smith-Rowe, Saka, Balogun, Eazies. We've got a group of players, and if recruitment is done right, it will be a bright future. But again, it's a big but. But we have got to be positive that we've a good group of youngsters are tied down to so long-term contracts who are the future of Arsenal Football Club and now it's in the hands of the inexperienced to make sure that those fulfil their potential and obviously, well, potentially fulfil future successes at the club. You know, we could potentially have a golden generation, but we need to be smart in the transfer window. We need to recruit Rye and if we can sign those experienced players who can put their arm around and look after these youngsters, the future may not be as bad as we think it is.
0: Hallelujah, big tone. Hallelujah, big tone. Well said, son. I'll tell you what, Tone. I agree with you that much there. When I see you, I'm going to let you buy me a beer. How's that, son? Hey, there you how go. How does that work? Fergus is buying me these all day, and I've got to
3: buy you one. Fergus, I love you. Yeah, somewhere. that's how it
0: works. Yeah. I'm on a pension, son. I'm on a pension. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You want to see the pension he's on? He's on like that much a week. So, yeah, he's yeah. got loads of money. Yeah. Johnny, um, wish... give us your, give us your uh, score prediction and any thought you've had
2: on the Cronky thing. Uh, uh, we're going to wrap it up now. Score prediction? Score prediction, I've said 2-0 to the Arsenal. I think it'll be right. just a uh, walk in the park. They haven't got their best player at the end of the day. mainly Niles isn't playing, so we're going we're gonna to walk it um i think that's our that's our policy isn't it we loan out our players and make them in um in the def- I, I i they don't like missing them i was looking for the word i can't i can't figure the word and then when they come to play us they can't play but yeah i overall um i went to the protest i met up with Trev, I met up with dan Potts. and uh, it was good to see him and to be honest it was it was nice to remind myself what it's like to make that trip across the bridge hear the boys and girls and uh singing and clapping and that sense of unity that sense of family because i mean as um most people know i'm a big mental health advocate and the my arsenal family you guys and the people on social media that i talk to and the people i see at the stadium like joe uh who sits on the other side of me um they got me through some really tough times when I was feeling really down. And if it wasn't for my Arsenal family, then I would be a lot worse off than I am now. And I have to remember that the club is more than the players on the pitch. The play, the the club is more than the parasites at the top. We are a family of fans. We go to support a club and to feel that sense of community, that sense of belonging doesn't matter whether we're in Woolwich or in Islington. We are the Arsenal because we are the Arsenal. We, the fans, are the Arsenal, not just the team who put on this shirt and kiss the badge because we we are the club and we need to take back control.
0: Yeah. Follow well said, Johnny.
1: Follow that one up, Tony.
0: <laughs> well, look at his big head on that screen. <laughs> <laughs>
3: now, listen. What Johnny's just said, he, he's spot on, mate. Always um, come and go. Managers come and go. Players come and go. But the fans are there from the day they're born to the day they die. They live, breathe, and, and support their football club through thick and thin. Well, proper fans do anyway. So, oh, I sort of get where Johnny's coming from. And uh, I mean, family, family members are suffering from mental health issues, so I, I know that um, friends and family play a big part in it. And family. Um, look, at the end of the day, we'll all be there, come rain or shine, support our club. Uh and regarding today's game, I personally think we'll end up in 3-0 4 0, 4-1, something like that. Everyone really comfortable games, nothing to play for. You know, we'll probably show up and put on a really good performance because we've got nothing to play for. There's no pressure on us.
0: Trev, are we going 4 nil Yeah, we are. We are. But I've got to support Johnny. Johnny, Johnny just brought a tear to me eye. And I don't say that in any jovial way or any sarcastic way. I say it in an honest way from a man. Right. That protest that we went on that I met Johnny on me and Johnny had a big man cuddle cause we, our seats are next to each other in the Emirates. And that's how me and Johnny get to know each other. And we differ. Our views differ greatly, me and Johnny on a lot of stuff. But one thing that bonds us together is, is our love of Arsenal football club. And we get on really well. And I love the man to bits. And, and it's worth mentioning that you hear a lot these days about racial tension, religious differences, age differences, cause tension, left wing, right wing, let me tell you something. This is how football brings people together. All of those people were at that protest. All those people I just mentioned were at that protest. And there was no tension at all because we all were there for one cause: our great football club, the Arsenal. Yeah? We are all there for our great football club, the Arsenal. And that's why you people have got to remember there's good times and there's bad times. We've a low. We've hit a real, real low. But we've still got to support the Arsenal. We've still got to keep going to give Johnny and Big Tony and Fergus man hugs. You know, because that's what we do. We're a brotherhood. We're a family. I love what Johnny just said, and and I've just I've just extended on it. I hope you don't mind, Johnny, because it was perfect, mate. And uh, I'll be seeing you boys soon, and we'll, we'll all have a beer again, and uh, we'll support the Arsenal four nil to the Arsenal today. It will make, to make us
3: appreciate. It will make us appreciate it so
0: much, mate.
1: He was a fucking disaster, wasn't he? Sorry, excuse my French. <laughs> oh,
0: he didn't drop the f right at the end there. Oh, oh, one oh, no, oh no, 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 And no, You no. dropped the F1. Yeah, on. yeah, I'd pull you guys right. up
1: all the time. And, Go on, Tony, you've got to say something. I'm I'm, I'm going 3-1, by right, the way, two, just three, for the record, and then we're going to close. Who gives a shit? You cut me off. I'm not interested anymore.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no no, no boys, nice. all, all I was going to say is, is obviously... after. What Johnny and Trev just alluded to today, I was just going to say that when, when the good times do come around again and we've started in silverware and we have those days that it just makes us appreciate it so much more. Um, There, there comes a we time will. when you do win trophies, you know, season upon season, you do get a little bit of sport. You become like brass uh, and we're having a bit of a damn period. So when we do start winning trophies and start having our successes and being very major on it again, we will just appreciate that a little bit more. What,
1: one last question to you guys. Uh, Brighton, 23rd, four o'clock kickoff. Who's in the eaglet for 12? I think we're going to go
3: down there, but I'm not in the ballot because we didn't leave our money. None of me and my mates, we, uh, we opted out this year. So I think we're still going to go yeah. for a beer. We're, the game.
1: we're all going to go down and meet up. We're going to have a beer. i when we get to hear that big
0: tone. Glad to hear that. That means I've got more chance of getting one big tone. Thank you very much, son. I'll, I'll be in the eaglet after I've been in the bed for
1: yeah, yeah, the old man's pub, first of all, so he can get his uh, slippers and pipe and everything else. So, yeah, that's it.
2: As long as um, he goes to the, uh, to the Weatherspoons, I don't mind.
1: Uh oh, yeah, it's, it is, it's hard work, isn't it? So, yeah.
2: Oh, you've got a Weatherspoons, don't you, normally? No, i I, I I'm at a well, You've met I, us there, haven't you? Yeah. In the past, but I'm not as ever... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pandemic. I'm I'm drinking Weber Spins again. John,
1: Johnny, for, for everyone to know, Johnny is very very motivated, very political, uh, in a very, very good way. Uh but he, he is one on, his principles on. to them. There we go. Listen, you Can't have been watching Johnny. an Arsenal podcast. You have been watching an we Arsenal, Arsenal you,
0: podcast. We love you, Johnny, because you're everywhere. We love you, Johnny, because you've got you Johnny. <laughs> You've been listening to Up. Guns and Yellow Ribbons, an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. can't believe you viewed me again, burgers. Follow don't us don't on Facebook you, at you. Guns okay. and Yellow Ribbons and Twitter at Guns and Ribbons. So and remember like to yes, rate bro. and review us too. <laughs> Up the arse.